Namaste and welcome to the first podcast episode of the year 2023. On behalf of the whole SAP family, I would like to thank you for tuning in. This is our January episode number 91 of SAP BTP Talk and I would like to thank you for making the year 2022 a great success for us. It was only because of your support and motivation we could invite guests and talk about topics that are crucial for digital adoption with SAP BTP as the foundation. Please continue supporting us and we will try our best to bring you more such topics that will accelerate your cloud journey and help you become intelligent and sustainable enterprise. With the new year, it's time for resolutions, setting our vision for the future. And I'm sure that most of you also have one. Our vision at SAP is to enable enterprises of any scale run at their best with SAP BDP that can help you grow more resilient, more profitable, and more sustainable. In pursuit to that, with this episode, we bring you three sections. First, we will talk about some great new additions made to our SAP business technology platform, business services, and how they can take enterprises a step closer to become intelligent and sustainable. Second, a deep dive conversation with the VP for SAP Build Process Automation and hear how business users are enabled to automate workflow processes and tasks without writing code. And finally, some roadmap items of our BTP services followed by a cool customer success stories. So let's quickly hear what are those new additions and enhancements that were made to SAP Business Technology Platform Business Services. On the API management side, migrating API management subscription from one Cloud Foundry to another Cloud Foundry environment is now possible. Developers can now choose to migrate an existing API management subscription that they have in the Cloud Foundry environment to another API management subscription. This can be done to a different tenant within the same data center or to a tenant in a different data center. With this new feature in the ABAP environment, administrators can maintain business role groups. This enables them to create business role groups and assign multiple business roles to them helping them to organize the area and easily search for all business roles of a certain category. There are more such additions made to the BTP business services. You can find the links to them in the show notes. If you have questions or requests, give us a shout out on our social media channels, or you can drop us an email at platformtalks at sap.com. Moving to the next part of this episode, where we invite guests to talk about a specific topic. And this time, we invited the Vice President for SAP Build Process Automation to talk about how business users are enabled to automate workflow process and tasks without writing code with the help of SAP Build Process Automation. We have with us Angela Harvey. She is part of the product marketing and solution management team for SAP Build Process Automation. 
Welcome, Angela, to our first podcast episode of the year 2023. Thanks, Rob. It's great to be here. I didn't realize I was on the first one of 2023, so very exciting. <laughs> great. Before we head towards the topic and you enlighten us with this low-code and no-code service on BTP, can you please tell our listeners a bit about yourself? Absolutely. Well, great to be here and thanks everyone for joining. My name is Angela Harvey. My team is responsible for marketing and solution management for SAP Build Process Automation, which is part of the newly launched Build Portfolio. Um, I'm located in Vancouver, Canada, and I've been with SAP for just about 16 years now. That's cool. Thank you so much. And listeners, in today's conversation with Angela, we will hear how SAP Build Process Automation is a simpler and faster way to automate business processes for an industry of any size. So Angela, whenever we invite experts in our podcast, we play a small fun guessing game with them. So do you want to give it a try? Sure, I'm <laughs> game. <laughs> okay, great. So it's like I'll be reading an abstract, mostly sci-fi related, and you must guess from where it is, like a movie, web series, or a famous quote. You can always ask for hints. Ready? Sounds good. Okay. So I'll be reading a quote from a character and uh, here it goes. Dreams are windows into the lives of our multiversal selves. You must guess from where this is. I have no idea. Despite doing a <laughs> physics degree, I think I was the only person in my program that didn't watch Star Trek or anything like that. I'm I'm going to just go with Yoda because he seemed to know a lot. <laughs> pretty close, pretty close. But that's not the right answer. Uh, let me give you your first hint. Uh, in this plot, the lead character teams up with a mysterious teenage girl from his dreams who can travel across multiverses. I still have no idea. <laughs> so I think I'm off to a bad part. I might need okay. to stick my AP build swim lane. Okay, no issues. Your second hint is on the cards. Uh, the character we just now talked about is a surgeon and a superhero. Any guesses? Not getting me any closer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no issues. You have your third and final hint. So. This is a creation under the production house Marvel. Marvel, okay. Superman? Ah, okay. Uh, no, actually not. So the quote was from a movie called uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So. I will have <laughs> to add it to my watch list. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I fare better on the other questions. No worries, no worries, but, but good try, good try. If time permits, do watch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, great. So now we resume back to the topic for which we invited you to talk. <laughs> and uh, straight to the money with my first question to you is, what is SAP Build that everyone is talking about? Sounds great. So hopefully everyone had a chance to watch Jürgen Mueller's keynote at TechEd. Um, SAP Build is our newly launched portfolio of low-code, no-code solutions. So it brings together tools for low-code application development to build and automate your own processes, as well as for business sites and portals um, with our work zone offering. 
So these are all solutions that have been, you know, with SAP for some time. We do have proven success in the area, but more and more as we see customers wanting to invest in low code, we saw value in bringing the solutions closer together with the shared lobby experience, the ability to share artifacts and better interoperability between, you know, building apps, building processes, and then also the portal sites or, or business sites. Um, so we did launch the SAP Build Solution at TechEd, um, but it is basically our portfolio of low-code, no-code offerings. That's really awesome. Uh, you talked about interoperability. Uh, can you also talk about how does it fits into the whole BTP portfolio? It's a good question. So when we look at the BTP portfolio, that's essentially the way that you would extend or customize any SAP application or even non-SAP application. Um, so there's five different categories within BTP. We've got app dev, automation, integration, data and analytics, and AI. Now, of course, our perspective on AI AI is to include it with other solutions. So there's definitely AI elements within the SAP build portfolio and the ability to do things like document extraction, for example, with process automation, as well as decision support. Um, so really the two categories that are covered by the build portfolio are app dev on the low code, no code side. Of course, we still have a rich set of offerings for pro code um, and then automations uh, fit squarely within the build portfolio. So with automation in particular, we really recognize the people closest to the processes are the experts on them and they need the ability to optimize and improve them with support from their IT teams. Um, so all that to say, Build sits within the BTP portfolio, encompassing the areas of app dev and automation with some AI sprinkled in there to make people's lives easier. Well, that's awesome. Uh, Angela, we are hearing a lot about you know uh, low code and no code. Uh, can you please help our listeners to understand what is the difference between you know a low code and a no code development that would be really helpful absolutely so no code is really point and click <laughs> so it's you know as simple as using a powerpoint and all of the solutions within sap build i mean if you can use excel or powerpoint you can build automations or applications using build you don't need to have any coding expertise that being said, low code is helpful as well. So when you're doing things like connecting to complicated SAP systems or wanting to trigger API calls, some of that can be abstracted through the build portfolio. So business users like myself can you know, easily connect to an S4 system much more easily than I can um, answer questions about Dr. Strange. Um, so really, <laughs> the purpose of no code is so business users are empowered to build their own solutions where they might not have any coding background. Low code can actually really help pro developers, though, where they're just kind of wanting some shortcuts to things. Um, and also, these solutions are really helpful in supporting what we call fusion teams. I know even in my own day-to-day -day work, I demo the solution a lot, and I really appreciate this collaboration between pro dev, literally my development team and myself, because they're able to do things like release projects to me, which I can then use or demo for my own purposes. So um, low-code, no-code solutions are really a great way to bring the business and developers closer together. That's awesome. And I guess it won't be wrong in saying that if you can think it, you can code it with SAP Build, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And a fun anecdote of that over Christmas break, it was really cold in Canada. As you can imagine, it was minus 22. Um, so it was too cold to ski. So we were stuck inside and my nine-year-old actually built an app and SAP build apps with no help from me. Um, so really anyone can build it. 
that's awesome uh, yeah. my next question would be that you know uh, sap is investing in this low code and no code so why is that so what is the motivation behind this yeah and i mean you probably heard that outage that any company is a technology company and i've been in technology for for well some time now about 20 years and when i was graduating i mean people with engineering and comp sci degrees we were looking to work for companies like sap whereas now all organizations are hiring developers and that's created a lot of vacancies so according to a study from idc in 2021 you know 15% of full time developer vacancies can't be filled there's just not enough people that are able to code so that's part of the challenge but part of the opportunity is we have people coming into the workforce you know like my daughter that are building their own applications that are a lot more digital native um so these are people that grew up you know with google and solving their own solutions so they have a bit more appetite really to build their own solutions so this can help address like low code no code solutions sort of serve two purposes one is to fill the gap that this lack of or you know this open space of developer vacancies leaves as well as empowering business people especially the more tech savvy workforce to build their own solutions um and it actually reminds me you know i came through as sap through the business objects acquisition and we saw this a lot in analytics you know it used to be with a crystal report the report was highly formatted and if you wanted another field you had to log an it ticket and cross your fingers that they would add it for you whereas now of course we've got tools like sac where the data access and everything is governed by it but the business users can really build stories and reports on the fly oh. and we're seeing this yeah exactly so to me it's like i i feel like i've seen this movie a bit unlike doctor strange <laughs> i can answer questions there um you know and it, it's sort of the same type of theme though where the people you know if you take something like process automation i understand what i need to do as a marketing manager and what my processes are i might need help accessing the sap systems or you know triggering a workflow in a repo or something like that so that's where i can lean on prodev releasing the artifacts to me but i'm the one that knows who the approvers need to be what the rules should be and also as those conditions change i need to change them on the fly Hmm, that's really wonderful because you being a business users can already give a head start to your developers so that you know do your prototyping and then give them already a place to start their code development that's awesome yeah and it also keeps those developers you know they're able to focus on more strategic things not you know angela needs the button to be purple <laughs> so i can do those little <laughs> modifications myself because i'm the one closest to the topic and they can work mm. on you know the bigger problems to tackle that's wonderful uh, angela uh, our customers who listen to this podcast and also try out solutions they seek some use cases so can you please give us some scenarios or business use cases where this service fits in absolutely i mean i'm i'm closest to the process automation topic so there's tons of amazing use cases there and actually within the sap build portfolio one of the places we've been able to differentiate is with all of our content that's available out of the box to get you started. So I mentioned, you know, IT or pro dev being able to build templates for the business users to modify. SAP's actually built those templates as well. Because if you look at, I mean, we're number 1 in ERP, number 1 in in human capital management, number 1 in digital supply chain. We know these business processes. So there's a lot of pre-built content that you can get started with. So maybe Gaurav I can actually walk through some of the most popular pre-built bots that we have. 
Um, one would definitely be around invoice processing. I mean, that's an obvious one, but sometimes there's things like approvals that need to do before the invoice is actually triggered. Um, so we've got pre-built content that can help with your invoice processing. You can extract data from a document like PDF using AI, very seamless to the end user. Um, you can also set up forms in that so that all of those kind of pre-processing of the data, because of course invoices come in in different formats. They can be email, they can be text, um, they can be attachments. Um, so all of that pre-processing can happen within something like process automation. Um, another one would be something like employee onboarding. You know, when someone applies for a role, um, they're providing all the information they need about themselves, their address, their name, maybe even their social insurance number, if you're in Canada, social security for the US. Um, so rather than relying on a person to replicate all of that information, you can have an automation or a bot do that copy and paste. And that frees up people to work on more meaningful work, but it also reduces errors. So there's quite a few benefits there. So, you know, employee onboarding and invoice processing are, are two of the most common that we see within SAP process automation, but really the possibilities are endless. Um, in terms of app dev though, one of the use cases I really loved was actually highlighted um, from the NHL and Jurgen's keynote at TechEd. So they've built a data warehouse cloud um, storyboard basically around sustainability. You know, they've got 32 clubs across the US and Canada, and they realize that they can make a big impact on the environment. So the NHL is rolling out this program to help each of their teams or clubs be more sustainable. But what they found was with the data collection, you know, there was lots of people within an organization that had some of the data. So some people had the water bill, some people had the venue metrics. Um, so they actually used SAP build apps, or sorry, they're embarking on using SAP build apps to build a really lightweight mobile app on the front end that can leverage things like the camera and even document extraction. So finding things from pictures to populate that data. Um, so data collection is one area that we see customers really excited about using build apps because they can customize it to their own needs. So let's say on the marketing side, there's information that I need, you know, I would be closest to that. And then you can even do things like trigger processes from the apps. Um, and then for WorkZone as well, that's something I use a lot in my day-to-day -day job. So because I lead marketing and solution management, I've got stakeholders from product management to salespeople to customers. Um, and we use a WorkZone site to, well, we use multiple WorkZone sites to kind of collect and curate all of the information that everyone needs. But I love it because when I have to make an update, you know, I can embed rich media. I can embed things like SAP Task Center. So my team has everything they need in one place. That's a really extensive solution, and I must say that's pretty comprehensive. It, it is, and it's really cool to see the solutions, you know, being used in tandem. I mean, they are licensed separately, so you could say, I just want to use WorkZones, or I just want to do automations, or you can use it all together. Wonderful. Uh, so talking about SAP build process automation, if you would like to highlight three benefits, Angela, so what would they Three benefits for build process automation. I mean, I think the biggest one is just being able to, to build your processes faster um, and adapt them on the fly with the low code, no code front end. The other thing that I love about process automation is that we've combined RPA and workflow together. So at a lot of vendors, these solutions are separate, but they really, they do go hand in hand. Um, 
So those are some of it. And then definitely reducing errors as well. So when you think about the type of things that people want to automate, it's often kind of routine, mindless tasks, but often it's still mission critical. So we have a lot of people, you know, using process automation along with ERP or with our HR solutions. There's not a lot of room for error in finance, right? If you miss a zero, it's got some pretty serious implications. Um, And same thing, you know, when you're uh, working with personnel data, you don't want to you know, give someone a tax receipt with the wrong spelling of their name or something. <laughs> so these copy and pasting errors, while they seem trivial, they can have quite an impact for these mission critical business processes. Um, so I would say reducing errors is a big one as well. But because we've got this kind of, the bots can be attended or unattended, you can certainly have a human check things and make sure there's no mistakes. So I also like the flexibility. Um, looking at the more macro level though, for the build portfolio overall, Um, I would say the three benefits there are the ability to build visually. So again, if you can use, you know, Microsoft tools for business, you can build your own apps, automate processes or design business sites without needing to write any code. Um, The ability to integrate seamlessly as well. So we have, you know, I mentioned some of the pre-built content for process automation, but beyond that, we've got pre-built connectors as well as business content for SAP and non-SAP systems. So the ability to kind of connect everything end to end. Um, And then this ability to collaborate securely. So the collaboration between business and development teams with built-in governance, I think is really important. You know, as business users, even on the analytics side, when I'm there, I don't want to accidentally access data that I shouldn't have. So it's nice to have those checks and balances put in place by IT or pro dev, but still give business users the power they need to do their job. That's wonderful. So listeners, you heard it right. Uh, All the benefits that SAP Build Process Automation has to offer. So now there's nothing stopping you to explore the service. Uh, So Angela, if our customers who are listening would like to get started, what would you suggest them? What should be their first step? I think the best way to get started with Build is the free tier of BTP. So it's available even for productive use. Build apps and build process automation are available on the free tier. It's a great way to start kicking the tires. Um, Or if you have CPA credits as a part of your license, um, that's another great one. Some of our Build products are included with SAP applications in the form of starter packs. Um, But I would say free tier is definitely the quickest way to get started. Awesome. And this is really great. And I hope this discussion will definitely make our listeners more curious to try SAP Build by themselves. Uh, I would like to close the questions with the last one. Uh, Can you please refer the listeners to the resources like SAP Discovery Center missions, open SAP courses, etc., that they can try themselves and get hands on? Absolutely. So if you go to sap.com slash build, that's the best way to find, you know, links to all of these other resources. Um, We've got click through demos for all the products. So it's kind of a guided tour, but not on a live instance. Um, We do have the BTP free tier, which is a a full fledged offering. There's also on sap.com slash build process automation, there's a guided experience. So in that one, you work, you walk through an invoicing scenario, but we kind of guide you on what to do. So that's with a shared tenant. Um, And then there is a learning course as well. Um, If you just go to like learning SAP build, it should pop up um, or maybe we can provide the link in the show notes. And that that walks you through how to use all of these solutions together. Awesome. 
So listeners, if you are looking to explore SAP Build and want to automate workflow processes and tasks with simple drag and drop capabilities, please check the resources Angela just now mentioned. All the links are mentioned in the show notes. That was really an enriching discussion, Angela. Uh, with that, on behalf of all our listeners, I would like to thank you that you took out time and gave us a wonderful talk. We really appreciate it. Thanks. My pleasure. Great. That was Angela from the Product Marketing and Solution Management team for SAP Build Process Automation. And we discussed about how SAP Build Process Automation offers a simpler and faster way to automate business processes. We also heard how this business service helps in simplifying automation with drag and drop and AI capabilities, accelerating development using pre-built workflows, bots and connectors for SAP and non-SAP systems, and obviously collaborating securely. Dear listeners, all the resources that are mentioned, such as SAP Discovery Center missions, links to Learning Hub courses, help pages, free tier will be available to you. Please refer the show notes or give us a shout out on our social media channels. Plus, you can also drop us an email at platformtalks@sap.com. This brings me to the third and final segment of the podcast, where we explore some of the roadmap items of our BTP services that will help your businesses run better with intelligence and sustainability at heart. On the application runtimes and schema development environments, with this feature, you can enable customers to expose workloads such as microservices functions and web applications in a secure way using JSON web tokens through Istio Service Mesh. Your apps will have the benefits of secure workloads in a consistent manner following industry accepted best practices, reduced configuration effort by using existing functionality provided by Istio. On the SAP Business Application Studio side, developers can have personal edition for local development. With this, they can develop locally with limited connectivity and establish a local development environment consistent with the cloud-based development environment. There are more such items on the roadmap and all those items that we discussed just now are planned for Q1 2023 release. Also, very important point you should know that all the forward-looking statements are subject to various risks and uncertainties that could cause actual results to differ materially from expectations. You are advised not to place undue reliance on these forward-looking statements, which speak only as of their dates, and they should not be relied upon in making purchasing decisions. To know more about other roadmap items, please refer our show notes. Talking about businesses running better with intelligence and sustainability at heart, let's hear what customers are doing with SAP solutions. Convergentis, as an SAP partner who offer solution design, building deployment, and services for the procurement and supply chain market space, had a challenge to make procurement faster, more efficient, and more cost-effective. To achieve this on top of their existing SAP Ariba and SAP Feedglass solutions, they built a rapid vendor portal on SAP BTP. Thanks to SAP Launchpad service and SAP Workzone, users have access to 
all their procurement-related data and workflows in a single user-friendly and mobile-enabled dashboard. Instead of months to deploy software and ramp up employees, it just took them weeks. Up to 300% increase in user adoption using this design thinking approach was observed. The invoices they used to handle went up to 20K per employee compared to 6.8K with paper. SAP did help Convergentis run better by driving client costs down and efficiency up with a single integrated workplace. To read and know more about Convergentis success story, please refer the show notes. That concludes our first episode of the year 2023 and number 91 of SAP BTP Talk. I would really like to thank you again for tuning in and staying till the very end. If you were listening to us for the first time and there were terms like SAP Build Process Automation, SAP Build Apps, WorkZone, Istio, and so on that were not clear to you, please let us know on our social media channels or drop us an email at platformtalks at sap.com so that we can help you understand them. Plus, we are always ears to your feedback. So let us know what you liked, what you didn't, and most importantly, what you wish for in the next podcast. Sharing is caring. If you agree to that, please share the podcast with your tech friends and family. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review. You can listen to this podcast on various mediums like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to name a few. With that, I was your host, God of Day, aka G, reporting and recording from Bangalore, India. Talk to you in the next episode. Until then, keep listening, keep learning, and keep growing. Cheers.